the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. A former economic official from the Clinton and Obama administrations is warning that President Biden's COVID stimulus plan may simply be too big. For the past few weeks, this has been the main talking point from the White House about the $1.9 trillion rescue plan. This is a package. The risk here, as he has said many times, is not going too, too big. It is going too small. But former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers, who served in the Clinton and Obama administrations, warns the price tag might be too high. He writes in the Washington Post that a stimulus that large could threaten future inflation and financial stability. But White House officials pushed back, saying Summers is wrong. Greg Clugston, Washington. A British official says the country is not considering issuing so-called immunity passports for those who have gotten the coronavirus vaccine. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher is just looking for normalcy. Everybody in New York wears a mask. Not that I don't wear a mask when I come in contact with other people. I do. I'm not wearing two. I'm not wearing four. But I got my KN95 mask with me wherever I go. But there's more normalcy outside of new york there's like normal behavior the mike gallagher show weekdays at eight on am 1280 the patriot intelligent radio you're listening to am 1280 the patriot weather for today we got a high of negative three and a low of negative six for tonight tomorrow a high of positive three and a low of negative eight 2021 marks 20 years of intelligent radio, and we're celebrating all year long with a variety of on-air features, familiar voices, and maybe even an event or two. Keep in touch by finding us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor. Thank you for 20 great years on the air, and we can't wait for 20 more. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Closer edition, normally Brad Carlson's uh, kingdom at this point of the day, but he is off on assignment today. And by off on assignment, I mean doing what he does the first Sunday every uh, year in February, uh, do his Super Bowl ritual. I have no Super Bowl ritual uh, unless the Bears are in contention. And let's be honest, that did not happen this year, although it was a better year than, than many in recent years. So I am here filling in for Brad because that's uh, what what's up today. Uh, it's a, become a tradition over this last, I don't know, eight, ten years or so. Ever since Brad's been on the show, he, you know, we're going on ten years with Brad here right now, are we not? Yes, we are. And uh, we, we will be hopefully doing this for quite some time. Uh, I'm here. 
My name is Mitch Berg. Normally heard Saturdays from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. I uh, host the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance, but every once in a while, it's kind of fun to come over here on Sundays and see how the other half lives. It's a little a little more relaxed, a little less, a little less uh, pandemonium, less of the of the hustle and bustle of Saturday radio going on here on Sundays. Get to get to stretch out, have a little fun with things. And indeed, we will have fun with things today. Uh, we're going to be talking in the second hour with Ann Bauer, a Twin Cities writer who had a epic viral thread on Twitter this past week, uh, observing, really just observing a town hall meeting between a bunch of parents in a unnamed but well-to-do, stereotypically so, suburb of the Twin Cities, uh, speaking, as it were, with a Minnesota state uh, rep- uh, legislator who shall remain nameless. And the time that they were having with the extended, uh, some might say ludicrously extended, school shutdowns uh, in Minnesota. Other adjectives we might use to refer to the school shutdowns are unscientific and catastrophic. And we started to see some of the, at least the catastrophic nature of the uh, of the shutdowns through Ms. Bauer's eyes via her Twitter feed, which I must say, Normally, generally speaking, I detest Twitter. Twitter is a digest of all that is miserable about the human condition, 200-some characters at a time. I detest Twitter with a cordial passion. Uh, I, I use it occasionally on this broadcast and, and during the week because, well, that's sort of the coin of the realm with modern media. And so I do participate. In fact, I'm participating in it right now at hashtag Narn Show, N-A-R-N Show. That is the Darn Show official Twitter uh, tag. And by the way, you can look there for ongoing traffic on the uh, of the Northern Alliance through the course of the week, especially here during showtime. Uh, but normally speaking, other than, well, present company accepted, including all of us fellow Narn hosts, all of us fellow Salem people, uh, the weekday uh, Salem hosts like Hugh Hewitt, who was on Twitter before it was cool and remains on it now that it's largely uncool for conservatives. Anyway, I detest Twitter with a cordial passion, but every once in a while you get this nugget of something that's essential. And this particular Twitter thread gave us, first of all, uh, its first consequence was it captured a moment in the observation of how Minnesotans, who are stereotypically pretty stolid, and uh, especially in that part of the Twin Cities, pretty much behind their governor, because that's what Minnesotans do, they get behind the government, and you're starting to see, I don't know, I don't want to overinterpret. That's why we're going to have Ann Bauer on the show here in about an hour. Uh, but some, some sort of cracks in that facade of excessive normalcy, uh, forced normalcy, if you will, uh, when it comes to, to the coverage of, of this pandemic and the, the effect it's having on our kids, which could be described as, as somewhat catastrophic. Uh at least that's the term I'm going to use, and we can see if you, you have anything to add to that yourself when we do talk with Ann Bauer. The second order effects, of course, are the response, which we don't really want to talk about. I mean, really, the I, I've had in talking about this in the past day or two, I've had people chime in and say, hey, why not mention the state legislator involved? And I said, well, you know, there, there's a place and time for that. There's a uh, certainly a uh, DFL PR firm masquerading as a news outlet that has certainly gone to the affected state representative or uh, legislator, I should say, 
to get that person's side of the story. And, and because it's all about her or him or whoever it was. It's all about that, that legislator. And, and, of course, it's not. That's the whole premise of this issue. It could be any politician of any party basically standing up for this ruinous status quo. Anyway, I don't want to leave anything on the cutting room floor here, so I'm just going to shush up and urge you, if you uh, happen to follow that Twitter thread last week, tune in. We want to elaborate on that. If you didn't follow it, well, that's why we're here, folks. This is the original social medium, if and, and really the only one left to you if you're a conservative and are uh, unhappy with the way the current social media environment is working for you, for us. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg can't censor us here. Uh, we're also going to be talking about, uh, well, a whole lot of stuff. This is one of those weekends that... Makes me think. I, I, I would, if you, if you are a sponsor out there, who wants to put your name in big bright letters on a fifteen-hour-a-week drive-time conservative local talk show, something like the Twin Cities hasn't had in quite some time, other than the boutique talk stations morning show. Which, okay, they're there. They're good guys. They're friends of ours, uh, despite the fact that we own the the conservative media in the Twin Cities and have for twenty years. I, I digress. Uh, if you feel the urge to pony up, I don't know, some money to put a conservative talk show on the air locally uh, or statewide even uh, five days a week, have your people call my people. Call me maybe, as the song says. Anyway, 651-289-4488 is the number to call if you'd care to join us here on whatever subject we have. And we've got several of them today. I started talking yesterday about a story that I thought was Good news in a sense, actually very good news in the culture war in a sense. I, I, I'm a firm believer in what Andrew Breitbart said years ago. The late, great Andrew Breitbart said uh, that, that is politics is downstream of culture. And that's one of those terms that's become, I won't say a cliche on the right among conservatives. Uh, it's not. It is, however, gotten into the, the realm of the aphorism that not everyone really understands. What does that mean? Politics reflects the culture from whence it springs. And an integral part of winning the political battle is winning the cultural battle. And we have a lot of cultural battles in this country uh, going on. We, we are fighting and I think it's fair to say losing some of them, if you are a conservative, if you are someone who is a, let's forget about individual politicians for the moment here. Let's talk about the principles for which conservatism and the, the, the this station, quite frankly, and this show stand for. The principles that made Western civilization the greatest, most humane along with wealthiest and most successful, uh, but the most humane civilization for humans in human history uh, and something worth defending. We, we are losing some of those uh, some of those cultural battles here. One of I mean, obviously, the, the battle for higher education and for the last decade, decade and a half. Uh, secondary education and elementary education in general outside of the private some private education and the world of homeschooling, which, by the way, we'll be talking about in the second hour here as well. That's a battle that where we have been, where we may have no 
option as conservatives, as people who believe in what Western civilization is supposed to be about, limited government, the worth of the individual, uh, the, the, the exaltation of individual rights and responsibilities, mind you, uh, at the expense of group group uh, group uh, guilt and fealty and the exaltation of the collective. I feel like Jason Lewis using terms like that. I'm sorry. Uh, in Western civilization, going back to the dawn of Christianity, individuals have worth and responsibility. Something modern progressivism, really progressivism of all eras, has been about is the value and the and the leaning towards the extra value of the group over that of the individual, not just the value, but the guilt of groups over the response uh, over that of individuals. If you're in other words, if you're part of a group that they find guilty, uh, you share in the guilt of that group, which is why you have uh, things like constant references to and I, I use the term whiteness coming up, turning white into an almost meaningless adjective that basically describes every every term, every attribute that you that you see yourself as fighting against gets wrapped up in a group attribute, whiteness, the color of your skin, something that otherwise has relatively little meaning because what any any adjective that includes everyone from Italians to Norwegians and Russians to North African Berbers is fairly meaningless anthropologically, socially speaking. But it's the, the term is used to wrap up a lot of different things into a bow that people can use indiscriminately and simply. Anyway, that's one part of the culture where we're losing the, the fight for education. The fight for the language is one that we're constantly battling with. Hence, we're fighting battles over terms like whiteness, white supremacy. If you're white, you must be a white supremacist unless you engage in constant until, until, until you turn your entire life into a struggle session to disavow that with which you're accused because of what? Because of the color of your skin. That's a battle where we have to get a lot smarter and maybe a little more aggressive. We talked about that for a moment yesterday. We'll no doubt spend entire shows on it in the near future because it's going to be uh, serious business for all of us, especially those of us who are in the arena, as they say, duking this battle out uh, on, a, on a daily basis. It's going to be important. Beyond that, uh, there are other battles we are losing, but there are some we are winning. Talked about this yesterday. We've talked about it in the past. Uh, the, the battle over the Second Amendment is an area where conservatives, the good guys, the, the, the people who are, well, you and I, the good guys are, are, and gals, are winning this one. And we saw some evidence of this, of this this past week, and we saw some other evidence that uh, this is really not setting well with the left, and it is causing a certain amount of, I don't know, self-flagellation, shall we say. The left is eating itself, which is a glorious thing to see. And we'll talk about that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. 
Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our weekend special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed. Plus special financing on all Smart Beds. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Right today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Ooh, 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 yeah. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's Play the Patriot, Minneapolis. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. By the way, if you disagree with me for whatever reason, by all means, give us a call. Producers have standing orders to get you on the air to the front of the line. And in fact, heck, someone calls who has some intent to perhaps provide a, a coherent disagreement with me, give me a call. It'll be a first. I shouldn't say that. I have actually had a few liberals, dare I say even progressives on the, on the show over the years, who've, who have lent some interest to the discussion. Not much. And they're rare. I think the last one was R.T. Ryback, uh, former mayor of Minneapolis once upon a time. Uh, who knows? There might be another. Uh, so 651-289-4488. Producers have orders uh, always to let people who disagree with me from whatever side on first. And that could mean a progressive, 
uh, perhaps uh, even a, a Trump a Trump supporter. I mean, I've been a Trump skeptic for uh, ever since Donald Trump uh, came out in the news in the mid 1980s. So feel free. I, I'll field complaints from all sides and uh, do it with style. Anyway, you can also join us on Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's N-A-R-N Show. We were talking before the break about uh, some of the, the, the language that's been abused in, in, in the battle for the culture war. And, and I just wanted to, because a good friend of the broadcast, uh, Sean from Minneapolis, writes, yeah, another one that, that gets thrown out there is a toxic masculinity. And it's one of a list of these terms that, that have been uh, bandied and brooded about for some time and basically turned into not just cliches, but what uh, Ben Shapiro very correctly refers to uh, linguistically as inclusion language sort of a a, a dialect of a, a language that you speak you know, some terminology some uh some semantics that you use to be accepted with a certain class of people in this case uh, this case uh, the woke class has some terms that are part of the woke dialect of the english language uh, they speak they are generally understood amongst themselves and it, it, by the way, subclasses of people always have their own dialects. I mean, not, it, 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 I mean from, from terminology that's terms of art within a, a profession or a trade. Or I mean, you listen to railroad people talking or ham radio people talking or, or firearms enthusiasts talking. They've got their own little terms that are sort of inside lines and inside jokes to themselves. And, and the woke crowd has, has them too. Whiteness and its apparent uh, collective counterpart blackness or uh, color is one of them it has its own set of semantics that mean different things than you might think another one as sean from minneapolis points out is toxic masculinity which means masculinity that hasn't been completely uh, abnegated uh, another one is pretty much any of the antis anti-racism anti-fascism anti-misogyny anti-sexism uh, anti-transphobia which with the exception, we'll come to the transphobia bit in a moment here, uh, is a, 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 all of which are ways of saying anti-Western civilization. Because if you ask them or get really clever and try to read them, what you find out is that each of these terms is indivisible with Western civilization as a whole. The Western civilization that we as conservatives largely, I would say almost entirely, uphold as, as, as an act of, of dogma. It's, it's what we do. It's what we're here to uphold. It's what we are here to conserve as conservatives. Uh, not, and, and, that's, that, and that's what, when, when you hear people talking about anti-racism, it has nothing to do with being against racism. It has to do with, with, with being against the systemic racism that we are told and that wokeism takes as an act of uh, religious faith, really, uh, that, that is behind everything in Western civilization. When you hear people referring to anti-fa, anti-fascism, uh, in addition to just being a group, uh, it is... Be based on being anti the thing that that undergirds we are told all of western civilization because all western civilization outside uh, the woke community is fascist or misogynist slash sexist or whatever variety of ugly that the woke 
are there to be <clears throat> anti. Anyway, that's an example of the language. It's inclusive. Uh, it's called inclusion language. It's something you need to watch out for. It's something you need to be aware of. It's something you need to be able to fight against. Another one, and I, I think it's a useful term in going back to the story I started talking about just before the break, uh, is the term bodies. It's a term you hear with a particular kind of, it's a loaded term coming from the mouths of the woke. And we'll explain why in just a moment here. Uh, because it ties back to a story I started talking about yesterday. Uh, and it's a part of the culture war we've been winning the good guys, the conservatives, the people who believe in all that made Western civilization great and humane for everyone of all races, creeds, and colors. And if you disagree me with me, again, 651-289-4488. But the story starts off with a big win. And I started talking about it yesterday, and I'll continue today. Protect Minnesota uh, is a group that is has been Minnesota's foremost local or semi-organic gun control group for, I don't know, they've been through a bunch of different names because uh, they never get that much better at what they do. They've been through in the last, uh, since this show has been on the air, they've been through uh, two executive directors, the hilariously inept uh, Heather Martens, as we refer to her, Representative Martens of District 66B. Long story, you had to be there. And uh, who was just a nice, genial enough lady Probably a perfectly wonder, uh, perfectly wonderful person in her own right, but just uh, couldn't cover a one-car crash. Could not run a social media account for a coffee club, much less uh, a, a nonprofit political action group. She was replaced by someone who was considerably more malevolent, the, quote, Reverend, end quote, Nancy Nord Benz, a woman who, at least in Ray, the subject of the Second Amendment, gun rights, gun laws, gun history— gun crime, uh, gun owners, guns, their effect on society, never once in all of her years, and it seemed like there were more of them, but apparently she was only in charge of, quote, protect, end quote, Minnesota for four years. In all that time, neither she nor anyone in her employ ever once made a single reference to any of those subjects that was simultaneously three things, original, substantial, and true. You might get two out of three. Something might be original and substantial. They may have said it themselves. It may have been a significant claim, but it was a lie. At the very least, it was a it was a mistake. And by this point, after years of being schooled on the subject, a, an avoidable mistake, ergo a lie. Or it might be true and substantial, but it wasn't original. Someone else made it up. They were just carrying it along. Or it might have been uh, true and substantial are, are two and original, but not substantial. I mean, firearm pistols have pistol grips. That's a minimal point, but it's true. And it's they, they may have thought of it on their own. But you never get all three. You get plenty that, that are only one of the three uh, from the Reverend Nancy Nord Bentz. It was, it was, in my opinion, highly unseemly that a woman of the cloth, a minister of the gospel, could build an entire side hustle career as someone whose 
trade originally, ostensible trade, let's just say, was built around at least one of the commandments, not bearing false witness to those around you. And yet she built her entire side hustle and for four years career around never once telling the truth on the issue of guns, gun owners, gun laws, gun history, the effects of guns on society, uh, gun crime, anything related to the issue that she worked in. She was a habitual liar. She could not tell the truth on the issue. Any firearms-related issue. I'm sure if you asked her about uh, the gospel or about her family or about much of anything else, I'm sure she's a perfectly normal, fine human being. Nothing against her other than her constant slander of the law-abiding gun owner. Anyway, they have a new executive director. The Reverend Nancy Nord-Benz departed to go into the world of political consulting, we were told, last fall. Uh, The new uh, executive director is a woman named, uh, let's see, we can find it here because I wrote it down and I can never find it. They never mentioned it in any of their social media. Uh, her name is Rashmi. Uh, ding, 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 ding. I can't find it. It'll it'll come up with at some point here. Uh, Rashmi, by the way, is is the new executive director of uh, Protect Minnesota. And as I noted yesterday, she is unusual in that lineage of of executive directors in that she openly states she's a gun owner. And the subtext in that admission is that she is a gun owner not because she's a hunter because that's one of the key tenets of modern gun control, is to, especially in a place like Minnesota, is to try and conflate uh, and make indistinguishable hunting and the Second Amendment, which you and I know they're not synonymous, but there's a fair number of people in Minnesota to whom it, uh, that's not common knowledge and that the other side certainly does their best to exploit that. Anyway, it turns out that uh, through some of the subtext, we find out that uh, the 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 new director uh, is, uh, is, is a gun owner and uh, actually has said in her introduction or someone's introduction of her to the community, uh, she believes that, and I quote, upholding the Second Amendment, ensuring safe, responsible gun ownership are not mutually exclusive. What the what? She looks forward to working with and amplifying the voices, yada, yada, yada. This is fairly radical. This is a notion, by the way, that they they realize they have to kind of aim towards the center, that the extreme message isn't working, which caused some problems. And we'll come back to that in a moment. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-351-4596. 
If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-351-4596. 800-351-4596. 800-351-4596. In 1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Mill Park, Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. And at some point in the near future, we'll be standing up a few more social media accounts here just to get us around the, uh, the, the, the tech giants who have been strangling or trying to strangle conservative thought for the last couple of months here. And so, so look at some point in the near future, especially when MeWe comes up with a live video stream feature of some kind or another. I'll be making the jump from Facebook to MeWe pronto. But until then, we are uh, transmitting this broadcast on Facebook on the Northern Alliance Radio Network uh, page, live streaming it right now. Uh, go to Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook if you prefer to see this show in admittedly not overwhelming video. I mean, it's just me sitting here waving at the crowd. But whatever. We'd love to have you join us. You can also join us on uh, Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Uh, I'll be getting a Gab feed going at some point here just because why tie everything to Twitter? But uh, by the way, where uh, artist A.G. Monk points out, well, I shouldn't have to say that, but QAnon cultists like you who believe people are eating babies exist. I, I I have urged uh, Mr. Uh, A.G. Monk, who, by the way, uh, he'll point out to you as an artist, to call in and 
substantiate for starters where I have ever passed along anything from QAnon or done anything but repudiate everything they say beyond the trivial. People, this this is part of the, uh, there's a part of a point that Ben Shapiro makes very, very well, and that is Big Left's idea right now is to to try to do to the right, to the entire right, not just not just people who rioted on January 6th, not just people who do believe some unseemly and, and let's just say squishy things, but everyone who didn't vote for Joe Biden, to jam them all into the same intellectual box, more or less like the Ku Klux Klan did with black people uh, 50 to 100 years ago, uh, and, and, and basically stereotype everyone into, into irrelevance, to not treat people as individuals, humans, with uh, individual beliefs and, and stories and everything that makes up a human being, but in fact just reduce them down to part of not only a group, but a group that they're not part of and have nothing to do with. Essentially, gaslighting and and stereotyping an entire population uh, to try and basically dehumanize everyone that they stand against in their own way, which is what basically uh, artist (laughs) A.G. Monk uh, is doing on Twitter. By the way, as always, I do uh, urge anyone who disagrees with me to give us a call, 651-289-4488, and try, try to substantiate something, because, again, it's a Berg's law, I believe the 19th, that no progressive can go more than one round of argument uh, and get through all their factoids and out-of-context drivel without having to switch to straw men, ad hominem, and insults. Let's go to Shoreview. Bob, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Uh, Thanks, Mitch. Uh, Yeah, decades ago, Carl Manager wrote about um, whatever happened to sin, and my question is, like, whatever happened to personal responsibility? A lot of this stuff from the woke generation uh, is all about blaming, blaming others and not accepting responsibility for your own contributions to problems. Now, my theory is that as America has rejected Judeo-Christian values, we have committed more sins, you know, in our individual lives, which leads to more guilt. And as you probably know, Guilty people tend to blame others more to deflect away the guilt from themselves and put it on others. Exactly right. By the way, Dennis Prager has a a number of great uh, explications of that exact uh, phenomenon. And and, and it's you're dead on. You're absolutely dead on, Bob, Uh, as society has rejected, let's just say, the, the core set of beliefs behind Western civilization. You can call it Christianity. You can call it Judeo-Christianity. You can call it the Western liberal tradition, which had at its core, even if you were a complete atheist, it had some basic principles at its core. As society, as elements of our society have worked to reject that, to expunge it from public life, to expunge it from the, the normal course of how people go through their lives, we we have lost the idea that that individuals are culpable for things and that that groups are made up of individuals that get uh, that 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 carry out a group's will but they do it as individuals i mean there's something that used to be a bedrock of western civilization hence for example when we won world war 2 we didn't go out and execute every ethnic german in europe 
we found the ones that were most responsible for the Holocaust, for the war, for the greatest bloodletting in human history. And we did hold them accountable without necessarily paving the entire German ethnic group. Would we be as lucky today? Well, uh, we'll, we'll see. Anyway, uh, before the break, talking about uh, Protect Minnesota, which adopted a gun owner as a executive director, meaning, I think, if you read between the lines, that Protect Minnesota is realizing that the battle for the, the gun culture is winning the battle and that they can't necessarily keep going for the, the grab them all crowd because that crowd is shrinking. And especially over this past year, the community of people who has decided to own a firearm has mushroomed. There is evidence. And we talked about this uh, on the broadcast yesterday. There is evidence that, uh, well, last year in the state of Minnesota alone, I mentioned this, 380,000 background checks were conducted. Those background checks are conducted uh, in in the furtherance of a purchase or a transfer of a firearm from one person to another. And I mean, that's roughly 10% of all of the adults in Minnesota who are capable of owning a firearm, who are legally entitled to own a firearm, who have clean criminal records. About 10% of Minnesota has DWIs. They're discounted right there. This is... This is a, a big deal, folks. Ten percent of Minnesota, of whom, by the way, uh, it, it's estimated forty percent, forty percent of three hundred eighty thousand, roughly one hundred and fifty thousand, are new gun owners in a state of five and a half million. And by the way, those numbers are up twenty percent so far this year, thirty-eight thousand in one month. And again, forty percent new gun owners. And so, continuing to speak for gun confiscation, for uh, widespread usurpation of the Second Amendment right. Uh, Say what you will about Protect Minnesota. Uh, They apparently wised up enough to realize that taking the hard line uh, was the road to Palookaville, politically speaking, and they have found a more moderate executive director, which, as we pointed out yesterday, uh, did not go over well with a a certain other group of uh, Twin Cities anti-gun activists who have stayed on the hard line who are the old fashioned model. Huh? If, if if the new executive director is Mikhail Gorbachev, uh, the old ones are, are Khrushchev or, or, or Brezhnev or someone of the hardline variety. And people affiliated with this other group took some really, really cheap and one might say racist shots at the new executive director, who, by the way, as we pointed out, is of South Asian descent probably Indian, but someone from South Asia can't, haven't asked yet. Anyway, and the and as a result of these inflammatory and, dare I say, racist attacks, which, by the way, I'm sure it's a shock to hear that leftists going after leftists take a dive into the racist slop heap, but there you have it. Uh, the, the Protect Minnesota board, who to whom the new executive director who's South Asian, reports, had to, uh, felt the need to put out a, uh, a social media release this past week saying, quote, the Protect Minnesota board stands with our executive director and staff. This week, two women with <clears throat> white-bodied privilege posted racist personal attacks about our new executive director. That is unacceptable. 
These attacks were camouflaging how the movement has treated survivors and attacking a person's right to own a gun and care about gun violence prevention at the same time. Which is pretty radical, by the way, on their side of the aisle. The women tried to, and I quote, uh, erase and deny the lived experience of our new executive director, who's the first woman of color to lead our organization. In fact, safe to say it's this, the new executive director is the first woman of color or person of color to rise to any degree of prominence in any Minnesota gun control organization because these gun control organizations are, dare I say, almost exclusively the province of upper middle class women of immense white privilege. No, class privilege. Anyway, it goes on and on from there. But I, I, I had to go back to this quote because it's a bit of exclusion or inclusion and I guess by inference, exclusive language. Uh, the board's reference to, quote, two women with white bodied privilege posting racist personal attacks. Now, on the one hand, I just got to say watching <laughs> the various uh, landed agents of, of big left eating each other in public is one of my favorite spectator sports. I'll, I'll preempt the Super Bowl to watch that any time. Not the World Series, mind you, but the Super Bowl, yeah, no problem. If the Bears aren't playing anyway, they certainly are not. Anyway, and if the biggest semi-organic anti-gun group in Minnesota, I mean, Mom's Demand Action is is basically a, a Michael Bloomberg franchise. If they're pivoting from pushing gun grab bills like like Linda Slocum's uh, bill from two years ago, which would have confiscated two thirds of the firearms in Minnesota within a generation. Uh, and and by the way, has been historically uh, peddling uh, the to, switching to a measure here. This is the part I love switching their message to try and grab some intersectional cred for gun uh, for gun control. In other words, and and it, basically what they're saying is race, class, and geography. This is a direct quote from their response: race, class, and geography all play into who gets to have a gun and who doesn't. In other words, they're trying to slather a nice coating of that intersectional love all over all over themselves here, saying, "Oh, it's it's gun control tends to to t- tends to focus on disarming black people," which is something every Second Amendment advocate has known for over fifty years now. And by the way, in speaking in the first person uh, to the prudence of victims of violence, which apparently the new executive director of uh, of uh, protect Minnesota it claims to be and, and to the prudence of, of gunning up as a prudent response to, to abuse. Then in culture war terms, <laughs> this is the sound of the first tank crossing the bridge at Ramag and kids ask your grandparents. But let's talk about the term white bodied privilege. What the flame and hootie who is that? You might be asking. You got questions, I got answers. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Smart person privilege in full effect. AM 1280, The Patriot. 
Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Have you been suffering from numbness, tingling, burning, or restless pain in your hands or feet? Does your doctor insist on giving you more medications, but your neuropathy is not improving? Stop masking the symptoms and get answers today by contacting Dr. Knight at Abundant Life Health Center in Chanhassen. If you do nothing, you run the risk of suffering long-term complications like infections, poor wound healing, balance issues restraining you to a walker, and possible amputations. In fact, 86,000 Americans lose a limb every year to untreated neuropathy. Get your life back today. Abundant Life Health Center has helped hundreds of patients reverse their neuropathy. If you're ready to regain your independence, contact Dr. Knight at Abundant Life Health Center in Chanhassen. As a Patriot listener, you receive a special $49 Get Acquainted offer. That's a $250 value for just $49. Neuropathy doesn't wait around. You shouldn't either. Call 952-300-8338 to schedule a full neuropathy workup with Dr. Knight. Burr, it's cold out there. Do you ever think about what would happen if your furnace quit working? The best way to prevent a furnace breakdown is to schedule a tune-up today at Snelling Heating. To ensure your furnace is operating at peak performance, call the experts at Snelling today for your 21-point tune-up, including a free carbon monoxide test. Don't wait to find out your furnace isn't working. Schedule your tune-up today. Search for Snelling Company. That's Snelling Company. Keeping you comfortable both day and night. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Hey, don't forget, you might say. Hey, now, Dinesh D'Souza. Has a podcast. Oh, no, he's great. He's, uh, he's written some great books. One that never comes up, by the way. He, uh, he wrote one of the best biographies of Ronald Reagan I have ever read, by the way. So it's worth looking up. If you uh, get a chance to find it, by all means do. It's uh, Ronald Reagan, how an ordinary man became an extraordinary uh, politician, or an extraordinary leader, I believe. It's going back almost 30 years. I mean, Dinesh D'Souza had to have been 25 when he wrote it, and it's a great book. I mean, it's, it's quick, it's a fast read, and yet it has so much substance in it. And by the way, it's a great book if you, uh, like me, spend a fair amount of your time defending the Reagan legacy against people who 
Well, have been raised intellectually in, in a academic environment that has poo-pooed it ever since he left office, or indeed, even while he was in office. Uh, if, if you ever wanted just to get a, as good of a, a, a glossary of all the things Big Left has lied about when it came to Ronald Reagan, then and now, it's well worth it. I urge you, since Ronald Reagan's birthday was yesterday, he would have been, I believe, 110 uh, were he alive today. Uh, he, if you want to get yourself a good Reagan's birthday present, get uh, Dinesh D'Souza's biography of Reagan, if you can find it out there anywhere. And uh, if there's any justice in the world, it is findable. Anyway, he has a podcast. Go to am12bethepatriot. Uh, click on the Dinesh D'Souza podcast link. And bada-bing, there you go. So. Before the break, we were talking about the reaction to the reaction to the new uh, executive director of uh, Protect Minnesota, who whose last name, her first name is Rashmi. I can't find her last name uh, anywhere on the website. I really need to look for it, but I haven't. Anyway, in the response to the response, the board of Protect Minnesota, in defending their gun-owning executive director, referred to, and I quote, something called white-bodied privilege. And like you, I heard that term for the first time, and I thought, huh? I, I, what are they What are they talking about? This, this fits, by the way, into that, if you recall, the many times I've referred to the list of 20 symptoms of, of clinical narcissists and how they control you. Word salad is a big one of them. Basically, they, a good clinical narcissist invents a language of their own. And by golly, what has the woke crowd that dominates uh, the American left today been doing for this last couple decades, uh, in, in, especially in the world of academia? Uh, inventing word salad. Uh, giving word, phrases like toxic masculinity, which, by the way, in real world, in real world terms, is a lack of masculinity in its uh, at least the 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 supportive and ennobling and self-sacrificing side of masculinity that most of us identify with and identify when we see it, which, by the way, is something that most of your uh, crowd of men that were accused of toxic masculinity during the Me Too movement lacked drastically. They, they exhibited a, a lack of real masculinity anyway, or terms like anti-racism, anti-fascism, anti-misogyny, et cetera, et cetera. And, when I, and, and the term bodies has become one of those. I, I thought for a moment when I heard the term white bodied privilege, as opposed to white privilege, which pretty much is a, is a, is a uh, uh, synonym for class privilege. But I, I thought, is this a shot back at, at the likes of Rachel Dolezal or Elizabeth Warren, for that matter, with their their convenient flip-flopping identities of, uh, well, identities of convenience by actual people of different ethnic backgrounds than the traditional white Anglo-Saxon? Reinforcing the idea while you might identify with one degree of melanin or another, your apparent, I don't know, appearance still wins out in the great privilege lottery, which I guess will get pilloried hard by some other parts of the intersectional crowd. But we'll come back to that later, maybe. Who, for whom perceived identity is, is everything? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to let the left fight that one out amongst themselves. But no. Anyway, it's, it's much less hilarious than that. This is inclusion language, of course. Uh, 
slang or, or, or jargon or argot that one class of people use to keep track of who is among the faithful and who is not, to be sure. That's uh, part of it. And terms like whiteness, white-bodied privilege, white bodies in general, toxic masculinity, anti-racism, anti-fascism, anti-misogyny, basically all of which have become synonyms for anti-Western civilization since they're describing people who, at large, practice less racism, fascism, or misogyny than any significant society in history. It's inclusion language. And by the way, there's a flip side to it, exclusion language. When people start jabbering at large about, say, QAnon or Oath Keepers or Proud Boys and, and, and trying to pin that term to all people who didn't vote for whatever reason for Joe Biden or Kamala Harris, that's exclusion language. It's basically like the junior high mean girls coming up with terms for the kids who are in and the kids who are out, except now you're talking people's careers at stake here and, and livelihoods and families and, and safety in many cases. Anyway, that's part of it, though. And and people are, in fact, noticing. A piece came out in the Boston Globe last week uh, that, that really did in fact actually last year sorry that that did kind of sum this whole thing up referring to people as bodies as a reminder that uh, according to writer elizabeth uh, barnes this is from the boston glob again says the interview that that racism just isn't just about the ideas that you have in your head barnes is the author of quote the minority body a theory of disability the girl behind the wall in intellectual discussions theories about social oppression sound almost disembodied quote we talk about prejudice says barnes it's just a matter of ideas. The point is to emphasize the physical violence done to minorities through slavery, lynching, police brutality. So far, so good. In the case of women, the term means something. But beyond that, it means that the brain doesn't matter nearly as much as the color on the body that is wrapped in. It's materialistic. The idea that, that ugh, I need another two hours to do this anyway. Much more when we come back. Ann Bauer joins us when we return. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Twenty twenty one is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parlor was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and Big Tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces, to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate who Whose voices can be heard. And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Visit SalemNow.com and use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal. And now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic 
metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. relieffactor.com. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Celebrating two decades on air, this is AM1200.